0: Welcome to the Film Majors Podcast, where the popcorn is our ammunition, the couch is our foxhole, and the cinema is our place of worship. Now let
1: me
2: see your warfare! Ah!
0: And action. Hey! Hello, everybody. All
2: right, let's try this again. Hi,
0: you're listening to the Film Majors Podcast. That's right, it's a new episode dropping. God, I can I can just tell how excited our listeners are. You, I feel, can, it? you I feeling feel it? You feel it? I can feel how pert their little nipples are. Alrighty. Damn it. You took it too far. But I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. Hello Alexis, everybody. How are you doing, Alexis?
1: Um you know, unwell with the energy you're creating <laughs> in this uh i guess cyber room <laughs> i'm
2: i'm bringing I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm sorry yeah, that i'm just this, I'm passionate this, i'm passionate about what we're this doing this does
0: remind me of those chat rooms i would accidentally end up in in middle school yeah, and in Mangle. computer class
1: accidentally
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> alexis has got me there uh, hi oops oh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to mr teacher <laughs> I wow. Well, this is you <laughs> took it too far. <laughs> Between hey, you and you I, Zach got the ball far. rolling, and I, you know, I just had to just
2: keep pushing it up the hill. Between you and I, we are oh off to an awful start. I'm Zach.
0: Uh, I'm Alexis. And I'm Mick.
2: Yeah, we're the film majors, and uh, we're we're doing it again. <laughs> we're this doing is uh, this is our second episode of Academy Darlings Month, and it will be the last episode we put out before the actual
0: Oscars. That's right. Yeah. That is absolutely right.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah. Is that next
0: week? Uh, yeah, we're recording
2: on Sunday. It's a week from today.
0: Uh, oh wow. So this is going to drop right before.
2: Yeah, a couple days before the Oscars. Wow. So, uh, you know, who's who's everybody who's everybody pulling for? What? Well, everything I'm, I'm not pulling anybody. Else. What are you talking
0: about? Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck me. Alexis, you're nah, pulling you for see
1: me at the club last night. Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I can just say uh, what I'm pulling for is I, I say we we kill the king of England if Not to Not to does not win a best original song. I'm a thousand percent. I rewatched too. Not to Not to last night at the theater properly the way you should in a packed theater and it was fantastic. You rewatched Not to Not to? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I oops. Make did it, I say come on? That? What's going oh. on? Hey, okay. <laughs> very good. That <laughs> yeah. was great. Did you see how
2: smooth that was? Wow. That was super smooth. <laughs> yeah, No, I, I kind of whipped it last week, so I felt
0: like I had to make up for it. You did whip it. Yeah. It smelled very horrible. Slay,
1: Mr. Harris, very slow.
0: Yes, I did rewatch Not Natu last night. In Amongst the, film, the movie RRR. It, they weren't just showing the musical number. Yes. Yeah, fantastic, though. Oh, my God. So good. Tragedy.
1: They should just have that on a repeat.
2: I I mean, I'd be down for that if a theater was just showing Natu Natu on repeat for hours. Well, they kind of are. <laughs> I mean, AMC's doing that in LA right now.
0: What? Universal Someone doing Someone should it. do
1: a one of those like triptychs where they just have like three different screens of Natu Natu like going at the same time at different parts so
0: that we feel fully immersed in the experience. I would be, I would be for that. That would be sensory <laughs> overload right there. Yeah, that yeah. would. Yeah, uh, but you asked the you ask the million dollar question. What is going on, folks? What's going on? Give it to me. Give it to me. What's going on? Uh, well, what's going on for me is uh, yesterday I had a Creed
2: day, mm. uh, where I watched the entire Creed series. I had seen yeah. the first film. I've, I'm I'm kind of slowly realizing that I'm a pretty big fan of the Rocky series. Yeah, uh, I. I'm at some point, way. I ended up watching Rockies. Uh, I, I saw Rocky 1 when I was young, and then I saw Creed when it came out. Mm-hmm. And then at some point a few years ago, I just ended up watching Rockies 2 through 4. Um, nice. And they were all pretty solid. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yesterday I was just kind of sitting around. And I was like, you know it, what? It's just- the
0: Scream franchise of horror, of, of sports. It's, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you know what? There's not really a, a stinker. Like, yeah. They all have their merits. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh rolled Creed 2 yesterday afternoon. Nice. Thought it was a very solid entry into the franchise. Really yeah. good, really good
0: Dolph Lundgren performance, <laughs> which is <laughs> Why do you lie? why you just say Dolph Lundgren. It's inherently a good performance. Well,
2: it's just it's funny to me that he gives a pretty nuanced performance in that movie because come. uh Alexis you giving me a thumbs up.
1: <laughs> I didn't know it could do that. Oh wow. <laughs> Alexis is putting <laughs> Alexis Thumbs Alexis her technology screen. Wow, why does that make me so happy? I
2: don't know. <laughs> <You> know <laughs> Take I, what you can get, <laughs> right? Honestly, I feel encouraged. That yeah. that did give me a little boost during my whole oh, speech on Creed.
0: Oh we're talking there's a little thumbs up <laughs> emoji on Alexis's screen yeah, there. Right, right, I, I got it. Right, right, right. right. This is probably great I'm sorry, for our I'm a listeners. woman of
2: simple pleasures. This is
0: a, a visual, a visual gag yeah, right now clearly, that our listeners clearly are clearly you're enjoying,
2: friends. Because I was delighted by yeah. that. Um, yeah, but Dolph Lundgren gives like a pretty nuanced performance in Creed Two, uh, and he is playing the same character he played in Rocky Four, which is essentially the Soviet Terminator. I can't wait to watch. That. <laughs> I can't wait. And then I watched Creed Three, and I've got to say. I'm very excited to see what Michael B. Jordan directs next. Yeah, uh, Alexis, you're a you're you would describe yourself as an anime girly, correct?
1: <laughs> yes, I would describe myself as an anime girly.
2: You should watch Creed Three. Have you seen it yet?
1: Uh, oh yeah, I saw it on Saturday oh, night with it? my entire family. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. yeah! Well, what did you think, yeah. Phil? Yep. Oh yeah no, I was just letting you have your creed moment cuz I'm like I'm about to have my creed moment. I'd never seen any of the, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. Mm. I'd never seen any of the Creed movies cuz you know I'm just uh like I said, anything that has to do with like fighting and throwing punches, it's just not like high on my watch list. Right. Like I'm much more likely to watch something that I know is going to make me bawl and cry and put me in my feelings uh-huh. than uh, and and Little surprisingly did you know. yeah. surprisingly the first Creed movie, dude, tears. Yeah, no, twice. I watched it with twice. Zach, that shit and made me cry. You.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's really powerful. Um,
1: I also, since I've like never seen the Rocky franchise, I like didn't know that Sylvester Stallone can be such a good actor.
2: He's question great. Or, oh, he or? was really great good. in those movies. Yeah,
1: yeah. you know, I've, I think I've only seen him in like you know like like the 90s kind of like, you know, action kind of movies where like the script probably isn't that great to begin with. So, you know, it's kind of lackluster, but damn, he was so good in Creed and Creed, too. He was like, you know, part of my favorite parts of that. Um, but yeah, so I watched Creed, the first one on... Want to say Wednesday or Thursday night, and then I watched (laughs) Creed two. Like literally, I was like trying to finish it on my iPad, like on the way to the theater with my family.
2: Classic, (laughs) as Um, as it was intended to be viewed. Yep, on an iPad. (laughs) Well, I
1: I, I, I started it, you know, on my TV. You You know, know, in fairness,
2: in fairness to you, Creed two is my least favorite of the Creed movies. hmm. I I
1: would I would say that it is also my least favorite. Um, and then. We had like, there was like, let me see here, six, seven, eight, eight of us. Eight of us went to the theater to go see this movie. Yeah. It was, yeah, me, my dad, my middle sister, and then like uh, two of my nephews and uh, one of their girlfriends and one of their friends and then my niece. So we were just a whole ass crew. Nice. <laughs> nice.
2: Cool. Oh, what'd you think of the movie? Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, very, I really enjoy the addition of... Um, ASL uh I really enjoy watching um hand signing and everything I, it's just a very expressive language obviously
2: yeah it's um, it's definitely very cinematic hmm.
1: yeah so I really I, I don't know I really I love that you know Tessa Thompson's character you know obviously she's um she's you know she has some like acute hearing loss Um, so, and then, and then the fact that they kind of continue that on in the second movie with, you know, his daughter and then into the third movie. And then now you have this whole, just like, you know, signing thing going on. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, and, uh, Jonathan Majors. Wow. Yeah. I'm just so excited to see everything that that man is going to be doing for the rest of his time as an actor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I felt really fortunate that I uh, I went and saw The Last Black Man in San Francisco when it came out, oh, which really? was kind of his I breakup love that movie. movie. Yeah, first I time it was, I ever saw him. Yeah, I thought it was really great, and I remember like noticing his performance and being like, yeah. who is this guy? He's great. Can I and give then, a little... Uh, wait, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I feel like I had a similar experience between him and uh, Adam Driver, mm. where both of them, the first time I saw them, were in really good movies where they play sort of like strange offbeat characters. Yeah. And I remember thinking, "Oh, what a like interesting character actor." You know, yeah. I'm I'm you know, don't know his name, but man, I uh, I'm so glad he brought something to this movie. And then a few years later, I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Everybody wants to fuck this guy. Yeah. Huh. I mean, fair enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, a quick story I want to give about Jonathan Majors. Uh, The AD team that I work with a lot out of San Francisco, a lot of the crew worked on Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, very cool. They made that movie. And they said that it was one of the worst shit shows of a production of all time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Which is amazing because that was probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Yeah, I love that movie. It ended up being so good. And they told me that the main actor, uh, I forget his name in Last Black Man, um, was kind of a... Kind of weak, not a great actor because he helped write the script. He's a good writer, but he was not a good actor. And it was Jonathan Majors, apparently, that really pulled the performance out of him. So because we have Mm -hmm. that really great dynamic in that movie, a lot of people told me that's all Jonathan. You got to thank him for that. Wow. Yeah, great movie. If you have not seen Last Black Man in San Francisco, check it out. It's gorgeous. Great film.
1: Yeah, must agree. That is, You know, to be honest, I saw that and uh, I don't think I even like... Thought about Jonathan Majors like necessarily, but then I what was it? What was it that I saw him in that I was like, oh shit, Jonathan Majors? I don't remember, but yeah, no, he was it the a uh,
0: Korean um, war film? Devotion? It might have
1: been. It might have been Devotion. Yeah, he
0: also. I don't know what else I've he, seen him. He
2: in. had a bit of a moment in a show that. Uh, I wasn't crazy about, but I know a lot of people really liked,
0: which was uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, I wanted to see that. It's, oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, the people's m- mediocre, lukewarm reviews kind of teared me.
2: I was, I was a little lukewarm on it. I, he's very good in it, though. Nice. Which is,
0: I think, kind of the thing that people are finding with Jonathan
2: Majors is uh, even if the thing that he is in is not amazing, right, he's, he's really good. good at
0: it. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I well, mean, I'm
1: I, I'm definitely not going to go see Ant-Man, but Camp I assume man, he's going to do it. Too.
0: Hell no. So <laughs> We are making a statement um,
1: here
2: at the podcast, folks. We are anti-Ant-Man. Yep.
1: <laughs> uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, I, I really enjoyed the fact that I, you know, obviously um, I, Jonathan Major's character is the first time that we've really gone like in depth. Um, into like, you know, the villain, you know, quote unquote of like one of the stories. Um, so I really enjoyed the whole like backstory and everything.
2: Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, I think uh, viewing it as like a part of the Rocky slash Creed, fr- it's cool that I can say the Rocky slash Creed franchise now. Yeah, I think that speaks to how successful Creed right. is as a legacy sequel that like at this point with Creed 3 Rocky's not present and I didn't mind
0: I've only seen Rocky and Creed I have not seen Creed 2 I have not seen Creed 3 yet I really want to you guys are selling me on it but one thing I'm a little nervous about is I think part of what made Creed so good was Ryan uh, Ryan Coogler and he does not direct the other ones so I'm a little nervous but I am excited to see Michael B. Jordan's like hand at it he fucking goes for it he really goes for it that's why I'm super excited for it (laughs)
2: Yeah, uh-huh. so yeah
1: I've uh, I've never seen somebody do boxing like that. And uh, <laughs> that my nephew was the one who told me about um, Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Major was like talking about like how into anime they are. Right. And like kind of like where this like kind of came from, so- you know, like the fighting sequences. And uh, and I was like. Damn, I knew there was something I liked about them. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: the, th- the thing that I've seen is, I-, I don't know if Jonathan Majors is a big anime guy, because I've seen him in interviews, like, talking about all of the times, all of the things that Michael B. Jordan told him to watch. Um, and it's it's really funny, because uh, Jonathan Majors went to Yale, and he has, he has this, like, super... When you actually, like, hear him talk in interviews, he has this super interesting, like... Almost it's hard to describe someone who's American as posh, but almost posh way of speaking, you know? Yeah. And hearing him talk about Naruto is so fucking fun.
1: Oh, my God. I got to watch this interview. Very slay, very slay. I definitely have to hear him talk about Naruto. That is my boy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just hearing him talk about a specific fight from Naruto that Michael B. Jordan made him watch and like all of the things that are present in that fight that he's like described. I wonder
1: if it's the one between Naruto and Sasuke or if it's a different one. Yeah, I'm really curious now. I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm driven by this knowledge. I'm going to di- change I
0: the subject really quickly. Alexis, the new hmm? Demon Slayer that's hitting theaters right now. Do you know about it? Mm-hmm. Is that a sequel? It's the... Have I seen that already? <laughs>
1: the... You've seen that already. Okay, if you, never mind. Then. Look, if you even if you even re- <laughs> if you read the title, it's just the title of this last season. They just put it in a movie format.
0: Oh, oh and okay. they did- gotcha.
1: Yeah, they did. The, I mean, obviously, when they did um, Mugen Train, when they released a new season, quote unquote, of right. Demon Slayer, it was literally just Mugen Train. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, they released the newest season, obviously, just like on Crunchyroll. And then now they're re- re- repackaging it straight up as a movie. I think, you know, it's just a way of like making more money right, um, right, right. and like, you know, based on. uh how well Mugen Train did. I'm understanding why
0: they're
2: kind of keeping this train rolling. (laughs)
0: Yeah, there it is. Nice.
2: Cool. All right, you fucking
0: weebs. What else did we watch? Uh, I watched Emily, the Emily Bronte film, uh, which was pretty darn good. I really liked it. Zach, I don't think you would like it at all because it is a British period piece from the Victorian era. Um, Listen, I've got I've to warm up to that time of year you I've really, got to put myself in the right
2: headspace Yeah,
0: you, you got to get there because it's fantastic um, the, the first thing off the bat is it has a fantastic soundtrack Really, really good As soon as I watched it, I was listening to that soundtrack on the way home uh, Emma Mackey, right? That's her name? The lead actress in that? From Sex Education Great show, if you have not watched that uh, But her performance, and I'm mainly talking to you Alexis Is so good Really, really, really good. You have got to watch that film. I think you'll really have a good time, especially because, you know, she's a writer. Um, You know, people that are creatives all have their doubts about their abilities or what they're going to do with their lives. So if you are a creative, you're going to leave that theater feeling very inspired. Or if you're a Fleabag fan, you're going to leave feeling very inspired and you'll know exactly what I mean when you watch it. Yeah, so I you recommend. You have
1: it. absolutely piqued my interest. Yeah, with no, uh, you gotta watch that. it. That last sentence. You gotta watch it. 100%. And oh, then, yeah. Well, I mean, I was already planning on watching it. That has been on my list. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's good. And then uh, I forget his name, something Whitehead, the kid from Dunkirk. This is the first time I've seen him in a movie that's not Dunkirk, and he did a really good job, and it's completely different than what he does in that film. Uh, so, yeah, I recommend <laughs> people check out Emily. Good cool. film. What else
2: did
0: we see? Have we watched other movies? Alexis, what else have you watched? Yeah, Uh,
1: I went to go see Women Talking again um, with my middle sister. This time, we went and saw that yesterday. Nice. Um, So what she think? She really, really enjoyed it. She really, really liked it. So great. um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a hold of that script or maybe the book or something because I just like. I just want to like re. I just want to read the things that they say over and over again. That's it.
0: Yeah, nice. That's the tweet. (laughs) You know, uh, since we last recorded an episode, I have sometimes, oftentimes talked about the film course I took up in Oregon, feminist film course, Um, those I could not remember all of the movies that we had in that uh, in that class on our syllabus. So I actually reached out to my old professor. And uh, we're now exchanging emails now. Look at you, you studious boy. Yeah. Living
2: up to the title of the podcast. Yeah, I
0: I reached out to her. I was like, hey, do you have that syllabus that I took like six years ago? And she sent it to me. So I have all 15 titles, which, by the way, is is how I discovered Bound. Uh, That was the last film of the year uh, of that class. Great Um, movie. The reason I bring it up, because if you're talking about women talking is when I saw women talking and Sarah Pauly came up, I was like, oh, that's that's the woman from that movie that struck me so much uh, called My Life Without Me, Um, Mm -hmm. starring uh, Sarah Pauly and Mark Ruffalo. Great, great movie. Uh, And believe it or not, my former professor has not seen women talking yet. And I told her, you've got to watch that immediately. She's familiar with the material that it's based on. She's read the book, but uh, I really, really talked it up. Um, But I got to say, it's been really wonderful kind of being pen pals with her. And, you know, if there is a professor or teacher in your life, listeners, that you, you know, had a profound effect on you and you want to kind of send them your gratitude and just kind of check in on how they're doing, do it. It's really, really cool. Really fun. Alexis, you need to email Michelle. That's my way of saying that. (laughs) She could tell. She was like, oh, I know where this is going.
1: Yeah, no, as soon as you started your whole little spiel, I've I've got the ugliest look on my face. (laughs) It wasn't that be. I would be, I don't know, I'd be mortified to reach out to Michelle. (laughs) Mm. I just, I feel, I feel, I don't know. It's not, intimidating is not the right word, but dressed down by their intelligence. Uh. I... (sighs)
2: <sighs> Intimidated Anyways, is the correct on. word. I'll send them the <laughs> podcast. It'll be good. Um, <laughs> no,
1: please don't. I beg you. I
2: beg you. No.
1: The things that I let you guys get away with
0: saying on this podcast, he- he- I would be mortified. I plugged to the podcast that. to my former professor. Oh, did you? I sent her a link, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I want to I let them know that, you know, we're doing cool stuff, you know. Oh, speaking of which, when I got the syllabus, there's a, a lot of titles that I want to have for uh, Queer Cinema Month. At least well, I got I to gotta narrow it down, but there's so many good ones
2: nice mm-hmm. um oh, cool so somewhat unrelated to film but since we're recording on uh sunday it is uh edwin's birthday happy birthday edwin happy birthday, happy birthday to birthday, you edwin. all of my family I, it's like my mom my dad and edwin it's like the first three months of the months of the year somebody's got a birthday so we're that's that's the end of my family having birthdays this year Cool. We're, we're another, done with it. We another
0: did it. year around the sun. Another one on the books. You did it, Edwin. Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Keep keep going. Dude. Keep thriving. My family
1: is so big. We literally only have birthdays not in the month of. Let me see here. April, May, and June. Those are the only three months wow, out of the it's year. It's a three month that, stretch. That's it. Yeah. That's wow. great. Wow. It's literally like each month there's one one birthday, and then in that's November, exhausting. yeah, literally each month there is one birthday.
0: Wow. <laughs> Cool. Uh, anything else that we've seen? There's some other stuff. I watched The Outfit. Great movie. Uh, I, this is not last year's film with Mark Rylance. <laughs> no, I tried watching that. I couldn't get into it. Uh, my, one of my favorite YouTubers, Chris Stuckman, really talked it up, and I was like, ugh, not so good. But yeah, watch The Outfit. Really, really good. It stars Robert Duvall. Have you ever heard of a movie that stars Robert Duvall? Yeah, Get Low. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, that's, Tend- <laughs> could, uh, I'm, all, I'm all tender, ev- tender mercies. <laughs> uh, apparently every movie is stars Robert Duvall. Dude, and I'm not you aware of it, idiot. but this is the first one I've seen. It is really good. <laughs> really, really good. If you like seventies crime. Oh, so, 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 so good. I, I recommend seventies crime. Yeah. I I'm reading Tarantino's book and he has an essay on it and I wanted to watch the movie first before I read the essay. And thank you again, Alexis, for buying that for me. I'm i'm almost done with it it's so good um but it was really cool having all of these thoughts about the movie and all these character actors and then reading his essay on it and like pretty much agreeing on everything so that was kind of cool so if you if you want to watch the outfit check it out it's a it has one of the best endings of a crime caper that puts by the way thief to shame that's whoa, right i said it whoa yeah. whoa buddy oh you, try, you watch whoa. it you watch it okay. and you get back to me wow Alex, <laughs> you look like you're trying to hold in a, a something.
1: Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, oh no, I was I was only thinking the only reason why I even know uh, that movie by uh, with Robert Duvall is because it's a romance movie and you know how my dad and my mom feel about romances. That is so. not a romance
0: movie. What is Tender it? Mercies? Oh oh Tender Mercy. I was talking about the outfit. I was like the outfit is not a Come on, brother. I was like, that is not a uh, romance film <laughs> uh yeah. yeah
1: no never mind it's fine
0: get low <laughs>
2: get low's a comedy that he was in in like 2011 i want to say with uh oh. bill murray oh
0: interesting. yeah it's about a guy
2: throwing his own funeral
0: good mm. movie good song oh, i tried watching doesn't he have like a huge beard yeah he looked like my grandfather when that came out <laughs> i'm not even kidding that's what my grandfather looked like <laughs> wow Yeah. um anything else going on um uh, no
2: we want to get say out we get out of we, this we want to get out of this
0: alexis Alexis is uh, collapsed uh, on the couch. One side note. I uh,
1: watched this thing called Normal People. It's like a 12 episode, but they're only like, you know, like 25 minute episodes on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's based on Sally Rooney's book. And it's with my boy, Paul Mescal, who oh. uh, is in the movie After Sun. And uh, and uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, who's recently been in Fresh. That came out last year Fresh was and a good also movie. where the crawdads sing. Still gotta see that. Where the crawdads sing. Um, but yeah, so very, very good show. Very, very sad. Mm. <laughs> uh, that seems like such, something you would watch.
0: It. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was great. I, and go. to be honest, though, I had to text my nephew because he was like, TikTok and my nephew have been proponents of this TV show. And uh, I. <laughs> I sent him, like, a message at, like, episode, like, nine, I think, and I was like, I feel like I'm going into a place of sunken despair. I'll finish this show, but at what cost?
0: Mm. <laughs> Great. That's That sounds um, like a barrel of laughs. That's
2: that's always that's always a brutal experience when you're watching something that's so good and you know it's going to just destroy you. Completely end, destroy but you. But you're, yeah. you're too committed at this point. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, it didn't destroy me. It's just, like, it's just... It's just kind of, you know, exploration of, like, two people and uh, their relationship with each other, like, over time since high school and then, like, to the end of, like, college. So uh, it was really good. But, yeah, Such. like, I can I can see... This came out a couple years ago, and uh, I can see, like, the makings of S.T.A.R.S., basically, <laughs> you know, mm. just from that, you know? Because that was, yeah. I think... The one, the, one of the biggest scenes that they had been in uh, at that time. So,
0: right on, cool, love it, glad to right. check that out. Well, on that note,
2: let's get out of what's let's going leave on. It.
0: How are you folks if you went away for a while i hope you had a good time you know and now we're back look at that yeah we're here to talk about the movie that our episode is dedicated to well we're here to talk about the big topic first well of course but we got to get there first you yeah know? well let's get to the big topic right now what is we? a big topic
2: the big topic is uh our favorite films about the entertainment industry ah
0: uh, yes, uh, yes. Opening... Indi- i'm sure the industry loves those
2: uh you know historically yes Um uh, I'm opening this up to the entertainment industry beyond uh, just film, because this movie doesn't explicitly deal with filmmaking. It does kind yeah. of tangentially. It touches um, on it. But yeah, what, uh, what
0: are we thinking? Movies about movies about entertainment. OK, Alexis, you want to take it away? Do you have an answer?
1: <laughs> Funnily enough, I really had to think about this because I was like, how many movies have I even actually watched that are about the, the entertainment I'm kind of with you. I
0: had struggled with this one, too. Wow, that I mean, yeah. Uh,
1: I guess so I timeless. mean, like I, I think. Uh, what did I, what did I, what did I end up doing? I'm I took to screenshots of this. Well, it was basically you know fucking um, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yep, there it is, and then uh, Babylon, and then yeah. um, the other one that it, it's not necessarily specifically about the entertainment industry, but. Uh, It does, like, feature, like, somebody making um, a bunch of movies, you know? Um, It was called Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Hmm. it came out in, like, 2015. And I... Saw this in theaters by myself, and I remember really liking it and it having, like, this very trippy kind of, like, uh, ending towards the end with, like, lots of colors kind of, you know, psychedelic kind What's of thing going th-
2: on. So. What's that movie yeah. about? I've, I've heard the title, but I don't really know yeah, the premise. sounds familiar.
1: So, uh, basically, like, these two boys kind of, like, make little like short films and stuff and um this girl basically kind of like self inserts herself into their friendship and she like is like dying of leukemia oh damn um Yikes. yeah and uh and uh yeah, yeah it is what it is but what? uh she i don't know you know it's just kind of like expo- i mean they're teenagers so you know like how do you really like deal with something like that? You don't really, you you know, you can't really understand like what it what it what's going to become loss, you know? Yeah. Um. But, you know, they they're you know, they kind of are trying to make things like live life like kind of like while they can. And so they're like involving her with like making these movies and stuff, I think. So if I remember correctly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick Offerman in uh, R.J. Kyler are in that. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, I'll have to check that out. Neat. Awesome. Good yeah. answer.
2: Yeah. Nice. Uh, under. I feel like yeah. kind of underseen yeah. movie. I,
0: I hadn't hadn't really heard anything about it before. So and believe nice. it or not, I had completely yeah. forgotten about Babylon. That's a great answer too. really good answer.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I when when you when you asked, I all I could think about was literally just fucking once upon a time in Hollywood and then Babylon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what, what else also had come to mind though was a uh, Valley of the Dolls which I would not say is like a very good movie but I it's a very fun <laughs> some of the acting is a little who's in Crazy that? overdone in parts uh, um, is it Sharon, Sharon Tate? In Tate?
0: That? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, Sharon
1: Tate. Nice. Um, that's one of one of her only movies, yeah. So Well, um,
2: wow. Well, well. Speaking of Sharon Tate, once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's, that is that's a great my one. Answer.
0: That that movie has continued to grow on me since I've seen it. It's 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 so rewatchable. It's so quotable. Yeah. It's it's just such a good hangout film. It really is. Because you know when when they dropped like oh he's you know Tarantino's going to do a Manson film. That's not really what it is. I to me no. It's it's his industry film. Yeah, it's just so enjoyable. Yeah. And you know all of us work in the industry, so it makes it relatable. It's kind of unique for us actually that we didn't really talk about it, is that we all work in the industry, so it's like. With the movies that we choose as our favorite films, is it because they're entertaining or because they kind of they really capture it accurately? That's the thing. That's why Babylon kind of freaked me out, because, uh, folks, if you don't work in the industry, that movie rather disturbingly. So is triggering (laughs) because it kind of captures it well. Which might, if you if you don't work in the industry and you have seen Babylon, that's probably blowing your mind. Like, oh, my God, that's horrible. And I agree with you. It is horrible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, uh, is probably my go-to. But uh, I, another movie I'll give a shout-out to is Birdman. I really enjoy that film. This
2: film that we're talking about today... Uh Birdman reminds me yeah. a lot of it. I think I like this film more.
0: I agree with you. Uh, but yeah,
2: yeah th- I did get shades of Birdman.
0: I, yeah, because I I came up in the theater. I went to theater camp for like 12 years of my life. I started off as a camper and ended up being one of the directors of the camp. And I love being in the theater and I love the smell of it. And they even talked about that in the movie we're going to be discussing. But when I saw Birdman in theaters, uh, first of all, that was kind of a comeback for Michael Keaton. Although yeah. we conveniently forget that he was in uh, The Other Guys like a year before that with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. But that's fine. We don't need to talk about it. Hey, what um, are the guys? What's going what's on? What's going on? How you doing? How you doing, Michael Keaton? I love you. It's the Batman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Birdman, really good. Yeah. Uh, really hilarious too and I think they capture it well I love how they kind of shit all over comic book films which still oh god we're still stuck in it
2: yeah and Michael Keaton has become ensnared in it once again
0: I know oh good dude when we saw that trailer for, for The that, Flash for yeah The Flash and he ends up showing up oh my like, god that pissed me off
2: yeah I don't like it because they don't shoot that that bat suit looks good when Tim Burton is shooting it yeah, exactly and when you, you have to put light it in correctly. Like broad daylight with a bunch of wonky CGI around it, I don't know.
0: I'm uh, just, I'm just disappointed I'm, that he's in it. I'm sure it's a good, solid yeah. paycheck, and I, I, will never, you know, slander someone for that. Enjoy still. being paid. Yeah.
2: Um, you know, if we're talking about movies about entertainment from last year, yeah. Shout out my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Nope. That is. Oh, I that's think, right. That is a movie yeah, about the it's industry. Absolutely, I a movie about, about yeah. the industry. That's and right. I don't know. As someone who. Uh, I've done most of my work on commercial sets, mm-hmm. um, the opening scene where uh, and, and I've worked in the COVID department. Right. So the opening scene where uh, OJ and Emerald are giving their safety speech yep. on a commercial set of people who do not want to be there yeah, was so exactly an experience that I've had. Interesting. Uh, really, really think it nailed it. Plus, it. I don't know. I going That's... back to Chris Stuckman, who you've brought up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he talked he uh he talked about uh how Nope is a love letter to Crew. Interesting. And I I absolutely think that like it's your your big action climax features someone in a bright orange hoodie that says Crew emblazoned on the back. It's, yeah. It's about those below the line people, and I I really appreciate that. And I think it's kind of unique for a movie about the film industry to kind of focus on those people.
0: I I remember when we shot that scene with the horse kicking the makeup bag, uh, it was very confusing because half the crew were background looking like crew <laughs> and the other half was actual crew. Oh so God. At first I thought, oh we have a bunch of new crew today. So I'm like going up to them asking like, hey, like, you know where the bathroom is or do you need an extra battery for your walkie? And they're looking at me like I'm an idiot, which maybe they were right. Uh, oh, yeah, God. that was a fun, fun <laughs> scene to shoot. I enjoyed that.
2: Yeah. So uh, yeah, Nope is definitely one of mine. I had something Else that I was. That's a really
0: good answer. I had something not else even I was think of thinking
2: that. of too. Uh, we get Fablemans is kind of well. Yeah, I, the two that I am hesitant to bring up are the Fablemans and the Super Eight. Uh, Super Eight. Yeah, no, I thought about that too because Super Eight is not about the entertainment industry, but it is about making movies with your friends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's a difference. That's that's different. Yeah. Um, the Fablemans is closer, but still. Yeah. Uh, Mulholland Drive is another good one.
0: I gotta watch that. God.
2: Damn um, it. Yeah, I don't know, Alexis. You have any other
1: ones? Uh, no, but you know, you you brought up the whole like making movies with your friends, and uh, that made me because I also was looking at Be Kind Rewind. Um, have you guys ever seen that movie? No, no,
2: but I did just think of another
1: no? movie.
0: Is it? Wh- wh- it's, who it's, it's it? With,
1: it's with Jack Black. Uh, he oh, gets, gets into an hear. accident at like some sort of a. Mitchy, you put that stupid <laughs> down. <laughs> Sorry
0: uh, like she says, my mom's mom's like, her child <laughs> she
1: has she has my mom's slipper. I really uh, think but, that
2: this is a, a fun new wrinkle to the podcast It is it's- We kind of have a fourth host
0: now <laughs> yeah. and it's a little dog
1: <laughs> Yes uh, this is my Toto
0: <laughs> Hi Toto um,
1: Yeah but uh so it's Jack Black he gets into this like accident at some sort of a like... I don't know. Plant, and he becomes magnetic or magnetized. I don't know. Whatever. He works Weird. at a fucking like video store, and he accidentally wipes all the tapes.
2: Oh And like oh, his shit. the video
1: store was already doing like kind of shitty, and so like him and his friend like basically oh, like sweet movies? fest like start oh, remaking that. all of these That's movies. Great. And, what? You know?
0: Damn. Yeah, oh my you guys god. Never seen that? We've never no, I'm I've never seen for it. For sure, going to. It's now. on our list now. Wow. Yeah, that's all right
1: I don't remember I don't remember if it was that good but I, re- I remember the fine. premise is very interesting that's really <laughs> you know? fun
0: it, for me if a premise is good enough even if I know the movie's not going to be that great, I'm gonna check it out so yeah. I, I want to see yeah. it. like you know let's yeah. let's have a crack at it Cool
2: yeah be uh, kind
0: rewind I love that
2: the one other one I want to bring up is get shorty. Uh, which is, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, LOL. <laughs> it, it was during like John Travolta's 90s comeback oh, after okay. Pulp Fiction.
0: Wait, is that the, is that the Brian De Palma? Uh, no, it's picture? not Brian De Palma. It's Barry Sonnenfeld. What was the movie we watched where he's like a sound guy? Oh, that's Blowout. Is that De Palma?
2: That is De Palma.
0: That, I want to watch that. That's another good that. one. Holy shit. Um, that was a really yeah, good picture. Blowout is
2: like a uh, rear window, but with a sound guy. Yeah. So cool. Um, so it currently currently reading, captures
0: captures the sound of a murder. I'm currently reading a chapter about De Palma and they cover that movie, and I'm like, God damn it, I gotta rewatch it. Yeah, blowout's
2: that. That. good. Mm. Um, but Get Shorty is about a uh mob guy from Miami who goes to LA to collect money. He's like a, a loan shark guy, and he goes to collect money from this kind of shitty B movie producer played by Gene Hackman.
0: Oh, I love um, it already. I love it already. And,
2: He, instead of collecting the money, pitches him on on an idea for a movie based on his (laughs) life. And it's about them going around trying to get this movie made. Danny DeVito's in it. Oh, wait Uh, a minute. Rene Russo. Isn't
0: Be Cool the sequel? Be Cool
2: is the sequel that uh, most people are like... That is terrible. <laughs> no, it is. And I've seen that movie. That's the
0: only one I've seen be cool. So, with Vince Vaughn doing African American vernacular throughout the whole film. Ooh. But that's the joke. That's the bit. Okay.
2: Um, well, Get Shorty is uh, the, the cast also includes uh, Delroy Lindo. Oh, uh, hell yeah. I Dennis love Farina, who is uh, the New York mob guy in uh, Snatch, who comes oh, over and yeah. then his last line is. Do you have anything to, to declare? Yeah, don't go to fucking England. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, and also, James Gandolfini. Oh well, we love him. Yes, We're, Mick and
0: I are continuing in our Sopranos adventure. It's yeah. Oh, it's such a good, have show. Fun. good show. Everyone, you're right. You're right. Sopranos is a it's damn okay. good show.
2: Alexis, you're you're in your late 20s. You'll
0: get to it soon. Eventually, you'll feel you'll the see. Itch. I
1: really don't feel the itch at all. <laughs> it will
0: Alexis. I'm with you. Like I have been putting this off for years, no, and I'm it's finally not watching happen. it, and it's good. It's a wonderful show. I haven't even therapy. watched yeah. Breaking
1: Bad or Game of Thrones. There's no way I'm ever gonna get oh, to I haven't the watched Sopranos. Game of Thrones either. Like, <laughs> there's yeah. no way. There's like you too know, many that's, seasons that's for me to do. My my the best chance of getting me to watch a TV show is if it is one season only.
0: Fair so enough. like a miniseries. Yes,
1: I love miniseries. Oh my god, I'd die for miniseries.
0: You should check out True Detective. Have you seen John Adams? No. Oh, you should. That's a good <laughs> mini-series. I know. I've seen... And that's all I've I have I've seen to like say.
1: a 30-minute part of an episode
0: of John Adams that I had to watch for a history class. So for film, yeah, no, or for history. Yeah, no, that actually John Adams, I'm going to get out of this. I promise John Adams is the miniseries that got me first excited about period pieces. That was what that's what got the ball rolling mm-hmm. for me with the John Adams. So I got I got to give a shout out to
2: yeah. that. I just looked over the shelf and saw another one. What? Tropic Motherfucking Thunder. Oh, yeah, that's a really good movie about the industry. (laughs) Tropic Thunder is a great movie about filmmaking. (laughs) Yes, It's so funny. It really
0: holds up. Yeah, I love it. All we have to do is just look at the shelf. Yeah, it's great.
2: Uh, Jack Black. If you you haven't
0: listened to an episode, if you haven't listened to an episode yet, uh, the shelf is our shelf of so many movies we have in our living room.
2: Yeah, so I think the moral of the story is... Go check out Jack Black's filmography. Yes, you'll find some yeah. hits. Yep. Uh, now that I'm High
0: fidelity. home That's at my one. mom's
1: house, I do think that we have you beat. We have like six shelves of movies and TV shows. It is honestly kind of horrific. Um, I had to put all of it in alphabetical that order sounds the other like night.
0: Throwing down the gauntlet, huh? Wow. So it sounds like you throwing down the gauntlet, which we may have to pick up, Zach. <laughs>
1: well, um, you know, we're not we're not picky. We don't we don't get only Blu-rays. So. Um,
2: so I think that we should. Post a photo of each of our shelves on the Instagram. Oh, to, we should to give the listeners some reference
0: for yeah, what everybody's dealing I'm with. I'm sure they are dying they're dying to. They're chomping cheat. at the
2: bit. I they know they are. are.
0: They're cl- they're clamoring after it. Like, come on, show us the shelves. I'm all.
1: I, I guess sure I can like why. Photoshop them all together because there's like one that's in a built-in shelf in the living room and then one that's on an actual shelf and then another shelf in my mom's bedroom and then she has like her all of her series of like gun smoke and rawhide and like the jetsons like mash. on it and mash all of the seasons of mash yep. on a different like on a shelf somewhere else
0: Zach can tell you, that is the show <laughs> that I have going every morning. It is on almost piss. every morning. I love it. It's my morning show. I love MASH.
2: I'm kind of surprised I haven't really actually like sat down and watched a it's full episode. It's so good,
0: dude. The writing's fantastic. You know, actually, the movie that we're talking about today, the writing in it reminds me of MASH. It has that quickness to it, the kind of sharp, really good one-liners. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Which can we talk about our movie? Because I've been really want to talk about this. Yeah, can we move on. We've sure. really spun our wheels for oh. a long time. Uh, I I really
1: yeah. need to watch Birdman still.
0: You haven't seen Birdman? No. It's solid. I never got all around to it. I think it's I think it's more than solid. I think that's a really really solid. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, Boogie Nights is another good entertainment industry <gasps> oh, movie. Oh, can really that be one.
1: my choice? that movie i want that one (laughs) you
0: have autonomy and agency so go ahead and do it yes oh my god okay (laughs) all right that's alexis best
1: best representation of a cocaine other than probably i don't know maybe scarface and blow with johnny depp like the way that they play somebody being on drugs in boogie nights is so realistic
0: yeah, yeah. If you do work in the industry, you at one point will cocaine yourself into psychosis and boogie or boogie nights. Is, yeah, I agree with you, Alexis. Kills it. Yeah. Really good, good film. The things
1: you're willing, you to, know what's so the funny? The things you're I willing was, to admit I, on this podcast that could
0: potentially. I didn't say I knew. Hey, nothing, nothing's been admitted. Did I nothing has been, yeah, been admitted? Nothing's been
2: admitted. That was kind of culpable on us. your You side. can't catch us. Yeah. Go to hell, Johnny Law.
0: Uh, Good lord! You know, I, when I was at the gym before we recorded this, I was like, does Paul Thomas Anderson, does he have one? And I couldn't think of it, but he does. Yeah, it's yeah. Boogie Nuts. great film. Turning First into another I jock. It, I give it a five out of five. What'd she what? say? He said,
1: look at you, you're turning into a little jock. Or a little fi- or you're an official film bro now.
2: What do you mean? What are you talking about? Why is, why is he an official film bro? Because
1: <laughs> you like, you, you're going to the gym all the time now.
2: I'd be going to the gym all the time now too. I'm building <gasps> up for a film role. To that's right. In.
0: We both yeah, go are going to the, gym to the gym four days
1: a week. Oh shit! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice little yeah. gym rats
0: over here.
2: Yeah, big beefy boys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not, I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. None of it. I'm just. I'm a clean, clean boy. Clean well, boy going okay. to the gym. So you know. That's I'm, right, Zach.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. You're less fun than me. That's true. Um, You're right. I'll give so you that one. <laughs> let's discuss our film, shall sure. we? <laughs> let's do it. What is our film? Well, uh, the film that we are discussing today is uh, the 2009 comedy All About Steve, and uh, the description is... After a lovely blind date, crossword puzzle creator Mary Horowitz, Sandra Bullock, falls head over heels in love with Steve, Bradley Cooper, a news cameraman. (laughs) Mary is convinced that she and Steve are soulmates, and with the encouragement of a reporter, Thomas Hayden Church, follows Steve around the country in a bid to win his love. Along the way, she befriends an assortment of misfits who accept her for who she is, leading her to reassess her reasons for this strange journey. This is a Phil Trail film. Uh, It won Sandra Bullock the Razzie.
0: For uh, worst actress,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, oh, can th- I just say yeah. that uh, that I know this is a bit. What's a bit? But when I first, when we first put on All About Eve. Oh shit! Yeah, that's the movie supposed to watch. Oh I was damn! Like, I made a stupid joke. I was like, hey, All About Steve, right? So I, I start typing it in on Amazon, and then All About Steve shows up. I'm like, oh my god, this is a real movie. I click on it, and as soon as I saw the poster. Like a repressed memory from when I was 14 years old comes up. I was like, oh, my God, Bradley Cooper and Sandra Bullock and all about Steve. We should watch that instead. And so we did. <laughs> oh, wait. That, so I hope you're you, ready to talk about all that. you never seen that
1: before.
2: I have. We didn't watch all about Steve. I have to be fully honest. Yeah, I no, we almost. Did. We did couldn't do it when Mick was at the gym. I almost did, but I watched uh, a movie that I didn't bring up at all during.
0: Yeah, that was an interesting choice.
2: <laughs> entertainment films discussion, which was Hail, Caesar, Hail Caesar, which Caesar, which is really
0: good. Which I still have to watch. That yeah. Uh, but no, <laughs> today folks uh, We're going to cut through the bullshit now We are talking about All About Eve A 1950 film uh, Directed by Joseph L. Mankiewicz And it is the backstage story Revolving around aspiring actress Eve Harrington Not Steve Harrington That would have been interesting though Oh, well, sign me Fattered up and forlorn Tattered and forlorn, Eve shows up in the dressing room of Broadway megastar Margot Channing, telling a melancholy life story to Margot and her friends. Margot takes Eve under her wing, and it appears that Eve is a conniver that uses Margot. You know what? I like that they use the word conniver. That's a good description. Yeah. I like that. So right off the bat, folks... Uh, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first. Ep- is this the first episode we've had where all three of us had not seen the movie? It's the first one since uh,
2: Barbarian, which Barbarian's a That's little different. Right. That's but kind of. We, it's it's yeah. the closest we've come because we all saw Barbarian Together. and then we're like, we've got to talk about this because right, uh, it was in theaters and, at the yeah, time. Yeah, go ahead and check out that episode. It's yeah. our third one.
0: It's but pretty good. This is the first older film, right? That none of us had seen before. Uh, yeah. Right? I think so. Alexis? Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, how how many, like, old, old, old movies have we
0: (laughs) actually reviewed, though? No, not that. Just any movie that didn't come out in Uh, theaters. Yeah, because...
1: Yeah, I think so. This is
0: the first, yeah, this is the first, like, main topic movie that we all hadn't seen. Yeah, which I gotta say, I commend you on your pick, Zach, because this was... Fantastic.
2: Well, uh, we have to commend uh, the birthday boy himself, Edwin, because... Uh, oh, did Edwin Edwin saw this, this in theaters and was like, wow. you should check this movie out. And I took a chance on it. Edwin, my
0: dude. I'm <laughs> very <laughs> glad, because I, yeah. I really liked this movie. Yeah, thank you, Edwin. I had such a good time. Fact, I meant to take notes, and I took some, but I was so invested in this story. I really put my phone down, and I was just in it. Really, really good movie. What do you think, Alexis?
1: What? Wait, definitely. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm for sure keeping that That's in. That's got to stay that was in. so funny. What did you think, Alexis? What?
2: <laughs> what did you Sorry. think?
1: My mother. <laughs> you got to lock your door, and to let me know that the bathroom floor is wet. So... For our <laughs> listeners at home Our bathroom
0: floor Zach, you is laugh wet. But that is a safety concern <laughs> Okay I don't know, Alexis I think we should pause the episode You should go in and confirm Whether or not it is in fact wet <laughs> I'm willing to wait for that No, shut up I know our listeners are like Wait, is it wet? <laughs> I,
2: Jesus Christ Alexis, what did you think of the wet You know, I really
1: liked it the parts that I saw because I'm not gonna lie I was like Uh, what I was like super super cozy with Mitchie on the couch and I was we were laying down and like I don't know I just kind of like I think I was fading in and out and at like a couple parts and then I was like oh god
0: yeah I'm awake when did you watch it was it at night late at night
1: no it was literally like two hours ago
0: (laughs) crap i knew it like middle of the day hey, the sun was high listen I, I, it's know, so cold over I'm here i'm not
2: letting you off the hook for this i'm not letting you off the hook it's cold here and mick and i were getting cozy on the couch yeah but we stayed awake we stayed awake we this kept movie each kept, other- kept our uh, attention were,
1: were yeah. you guys
0: spooning because me and Mitchy were spooning like hello hard we we were spooning you might even say it was perky
1: a nipply was it nipply
0: it was a perky it was uh, it would, no, a, I would, a the the I would say perky. <laughs> it would be. It was a perky movie-going experience. That's how I would describe <sighs> Jesus all of it.
2: Uh, yeah. So I want to give some. Thank uh, image. In. Oh my god.
0: Hey, uh, you asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is what I told Zach.
1: <laughs>
2: mm, mm. Um, Listen, you know, you got to sometimes you got to get some body heat from your boy.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, but I, what I did it's, see of it, I thought was incredible. And, you know, the dialogue was fucking rock solid and sharp Be- as hell. Bet- those right? Mankiewicz
2: boys are good writers. They are. Bet
1: Davis, iconic. Marilyn Monroe, very Davis. young Eddie Marilyn Davis. Monroe, iconic. Did you
0: just say Bet Davis? Sorry, what were you saying? What?
2: Oh, early Marilyn Monroe.
1: Yeah, early Marilyn Monroe, so gorgeous, so pretty.
0: I Yeah, I didn't recognize her for a second. Yeah, at first she popped up on screen and we we're like, oh, that's kind of a nice looking background actor. And then and we then were like, oh my God, that's was Marilyn when, Monroe. It was when she spoke, I was like, oh my God.
2: Yeah, which that's is, her. I, I don't know why we didn't recognize her because she looks, she looks like exactly Marilyn like Monroe. Marilyn
0: Monroe. Yeah,
1: she's literally Marilyn
0: Monroe. That Marilyn Monroe look-alike. Wow. Yeah.
2: Uh, so I'd like to give a little bit of uh, awards background on All that's about right, Eve. That's right. Because we're
0: talking about this because it is an Academy darling. Yes. Yes. Uh,
2: All About Eve was nominated for, I believe, fourteen Academy Awards, wow. which seems. Would seem inconceivable for a comedy, if uh, not for the fact that Everything Everywhere All at Once has so many nominations this year.
0: That's right, because this is a comedy, for sure. Uh, And All About Eve won
2: six Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay for Joseph Mankiewicz, Mm. and uh, Best Supporting Actor for George Sanders. Who plays... uh, uh, DeWitt, Addison DeWitt, really? The Critic. Yeah. Interesting uh, choice. Betty Davis was nominated and didn't win Best Actress. Ann Baxter That's was nominated. Uh, so I think it might have been a situation where they split the vote because Ann Baxter was also nominated for and Best she Actress. Plays, uh,
0: does she play Eve or does she play, uh, what was her name, Karen.
2: Uh, I believe she plays Eve. Let me
0: okay, double good. check. That would be weird that Karen gets uh, nominated. She wasn't the lead. Yes, yeah.
2: Ann Baxter uh, plays Eve. Wow. Um, what? Oh no, never mind. Sorry, I'm thinking about someone else. Um, cool. Anyway, but yeah, it was uh, a highly acclaimed movie, and I can see I, why. I I don't know. I think it kind of maybe doesn't mark the beginning of, but marks an early example of the Oscars loving movies about About actors. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I was, uh, I'll admit, uh, DeWitt bringing us into the film in the beginning really was dull. I did not like the, the opening scene of his narration, talking about the awards. I was like, Oh boy, this is going to be a stingy, dry film, which then it immediately, Is not as soon as we meet Betty Davis. You, you. First of all, she is so iconic. She's so funny in this movie. She's hilarious. I've only ever seen her. The other movie I've seen her in is Now Voyager. Really good movie. Um, But yeah, I, I think my least favorite parts of this film are the opening scene and the ending scene. Everything else in the middle is some of the best black and white movie making that I think I've ever seen. Like yeah. it is so good. you know what? I wouldn't say, you know, like there's not a lot of dynamic camera movements or anything like that, but it, if you can sit down and watch a movie with just people talking to one another, it's, it's so good. It is so, so good.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a r- incredibly riveting and like funny in like kind of a modern way. If, yeah. there's a, there's a fucking blowjob joke. There is a blowjob joke.
0: It was uh, amazing. Yeah. It's, um, Oh, well, she came over and apologized, didn't she? Yeah, on her knees, I'm sure. Yeah, Karen, Karen is
2: talking about uh, how Eve... Apo- or, um, no, sorry, Lloyd, Karen's husband, uh, is talking about how Eve came over and apologized to him for uh, essentially smearing Betty Davis uh, as Margot, smearing her in the press. Yeah. And yeah, his wife is like, oh, she apologized on her knees, no doubt. And it's like... I Damn. couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Damn. it. Like, from a they, movie from 1950.
0: Yeah, they snuck a blowjob joke in there. That is, that's undeniable. Knowing Mankiewicz, undeniably blowjob joke. Yeah, there's no other was way to read it. That's pretty
1: bold that. considering, as husband and wife, they don't even share a bed in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Seriously. They, yeah, for all of the like Hayes Cody stuff, yeah, uh,
0: I was blown they, away. They sneak in some real, real saucy humor. Mm. Yeah. I, I also got to give a shout out to Gary Merrill, who plays the one, the only Bill Simpson.
2: Bill, 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 Bill,
0: Bill. I Bill. have not loved a character <laughs> like just so, like the more that he talks and the more he reveals himself, I'm like, this guy right here, he, he's my hero. He, I just, I, I was so, so relieved. You have no idea, listeners, how relieved I was that he was, spoiler alert, not corrupted. He was not corrupted by Eve's... Uh, uh, advances. Advances, yes, well put. Um, yeah, it's, I loved Bill in uh, Margot's relationship so much. I loved it so much. You know, she tries to make a pass at him, and he's like, nah, nah I'm into the older ladies, and uh, I, I I like a full hen and not these spring chickens. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he doesn't say that, but that's the energy <laughs> yeah, that's he's a giving out. That's a Mick line, that's not yeah, a Mankiewicz I think, line. I, I think, think he, he was tell. more
1: of the... Why would I want you when I have her? And I was like, that is exactly what you want your fucking man to say when some woman fucking tries to come for him.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because I was terrified. I was like, don't do it, Bill, because I loved him so much already. I was like, don't don't do it. As I told Zach, I was like, keep the blood in your head. Don't let it go south. Dude, think with your head, my dude. And he did. And I'm proud of the him. Re- he went until the end. The reveal at
1: the end with uh, Addison DeWitt it when she's like kind of trying to get him to like play her game at the very end and then he's like no yeah. you're going you belong to me and i'm going to get you to admit that you belong to me which it was a very very toxic this is a very toxic dynamic that was That's fucked. Up. it was pretty it was
0: i'm gonna go on record
1: yeah it was very fucked go up ahead, Alexis, super fucked up but i was just like i was honest it's kind of like when you're like kind of horrified by what's happening, but you're so intrigued because I was just like, oh, yeah. no, what's going to how how is he going to re- like reveal all this? But um, yeah, no, she's she's crazy. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Eve, I kept waiting for her to get her comeuppance. But I'm going to go on record and say that the her, her the comeuppance that she does get is not deserved her. She she should have gotten, you know, some consequences to her actions. But straight up getting into this abusive relationship with DeWitt, this controlling relationship, I, I don't think her crimes are worth that. And, and I'm not saying I'm not saying the movie's necessarily supporting this like, oh, this is what should happen to you if you do this. I think it's also a scathing critique of DeWitt. But I this
2: is this is the point where I think it shares some DNA with Birdman, but does it a little better? Yeah, Birdman also has like a critic character who is just so evil um, yeah, and in Birdman, yeah. I don't know. It feels a little not nearly feels as evil. Smug. The wit is, is a manipulator. like a
0: fucking supervillain. He like. is. He really is, and he's kind of. And it's funny too because as the movie unfolds, you kind of see him enjoying the story unfolding along with us, the audience. He's he's kind of voyeuristic. He's just kind of like, oh, I, I see the final act is going to play behind closed doors. Pity, but yeah, he ends up being just as much of a schemer as eve yeah which i I told zach could watch it together the i was kind of on the fence like is eve like is she pulling some strings here or is she just kind of like this bright-eyed bushy-tailed woman from the midwest i had her break from the beginning that were that were that were misinterpreting but yeah you were absolutely right zach yeah she uh god that scene in the bathroom with karen wow that was incredible acting from uh what is her name Ann ann baxter is that who plays eve yes so good, because that's when you really see who she is. She's she's a force. Yeah. Yes. She's a force she, to be reckoned with. She has
2: set up events
0: yeah. that uh, and are it, now have come to full fruition exactly how she wanted. them to. They will end how I say they will. Yeah. That's what that's how this is going to go down. Karen. Yeah. So good. I also that was such a great sequence. Yeah, I
1: also had her pegged right away. Nobody is that nice and. Uh, willing to do. I
0: was trying to give her a benefit of no, the doubt. But. No,
1: nobody. Nobody's that good of a person <laughs> that they're like, yes, of course, anything, anything you want. Oh, my God. You're just my fucking idol. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just want to be just like you in everything in every way. And the fucking maid, the maid, the maid even had her fucking pegged.
2: So,
0: yeah. Played by Thelma Ritter, who I love in Rear Window. I was really excited to see her in this. She's really good.
2: Yeah, she's very funny. Um, So I would like to do a quick pivot and uh, talk about a couple of my favorite uh, Mankiewicz lines. Yeah. Cause th- this movie chock- has some of them. real, real great dialogue. Um, there's something that DeWitt says, I believe where he goes, the general atmosphere
0: is very Macbethish. Something has or is about to happen. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at just now that yeah. I wrote down. That's really, really good.
2: Uh, there's a really funny. There's a couple of really funny exchange exchanges with Marilyn Monroe, who doesn't have a big part in this. Yeah, uh, which is
0: kind of refreshing, actually. I like her as just a, a as a side supporting character. player. Yeah, but she's good at it.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> there. She calls the uh, butler at Margot's house a waiter. And, yeah, uh, and then, yeah. then DeWitt is like, oh no, that's actually, he's actually called a butler. And she's like, well, I don't want to yell that. Maybe somebody's name is butler. <laughs> and yeah. then, DeWitt, uh, says. DeWitt responds, don't worry. Or, uh, no, he says, you have a point. It's an idiotic one. What a point. I love <laughs>
0: That was such a funny, it's just a great scene. Like they're all sitting on the stairwell, having that dialogue that very quickly becomes so contentious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was uh, th- this movie is just full of so, so many good scenes.
2: Yeah. Uh, another really great line uh, from Margot when she receives the note at the restaurant from Eve after she's realized that Eve is a schemer. And this article has come out. Oh yeah, uh, she goes. This beats all world records for running, jumping, or standing gall.
0: Yeah, really good line. <laughs> Which is
2: another way of saying this bitch's audacity. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> I just you know of things that we like to discuss on this podcast. A yeah. bitch's audacity. Yeah, no, yes. I.
0: Indeed, uh, yeah. audacity. Which, by the way, this film passes the Bechtel test with flying colors. A yeah. film from the 1950s, and passes a Macomori test as well. What's the Macomori is, test? That that's based on the character from Pacific Rim, where uh, she basically she has her own arc and her her the character. It has to be a female character with a name, and has to have an arc that does not support a male character's arc. Yeah. And that's this absolutely counts as that. Yeah, Margot and Eve both absolutely
2: have their own arcs. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I find it interesting that George Sanders gets third billing on this movie because I would say that the three principal characters in this movie are Margot, Eve, and Karen.
0: He was probably just a bigger name at the time. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Which, you know what? I mean, shit, I would put Gary Merrill above George Sanders. Yeah. He- uh, he plays, he plays Bill. Yeah. yeah. He he's he has more screen time than than Addison does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, you know, uh Addison is like very pivotal to plot developments and he's kind of our narrator. So I yeah. guess that maybe makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I was uh you know, once it became really obvious to me that okay, Eve's up to no good. Um I was really kind of I was kind of torn because I was like, you know what? Eve is manipulating and she's making herself, she's making these opportunities. She's kind of being this puppet master, but she's also, she's just really motivated. And one thing that she cannot take away from Margot is her talent. So when she ends up being an understudy and ends up absolutely nailing the audition, like it it's hard to be mad at her for that. Like, she's a look, talented actress. She, she's talented. She's got the talent. She's not a talentless hack that's trying to tear down someone who is talented. She's an equally talented person that's trying to make her way. She's trying to create those opportunities. And then Margot starts having this breakdown, this kind of self-destruction spiral that she's going into that was really kind of sad to watch because it's, as I said, it's kind of like Eve picked the perfect target because Margot was kind of teetering on self-destruction and all she needed was that little push. And then because she's really full of anxiety about her age. You know, she keeps calling herself an old lady and everyone around her is like, you're not old, you're not old, you're not old. Um, you know, she, again, here she is this aging star and then here comes this rising star, which says a lot about Margo, but it also just says so much about the industry and how that that is a very real anxiety that so many women in the industry have to deal with because of, you know, the patriarchy of just, you know, we they're not interested in in older women. They're just not. And it's really sad. And that's not Margot's fault that she's going through all of this anxiety about that, which is why I'm really glad that towards the third act, she kind of makes peace with all of this and finds happiness with Bill and ends up not turning Bill away. I thought that was such a sad scene on the stage where they're having a, a bit of a fight. Everyone else is left and Bill's laying on the, on the bed and basically confesses his, his love. Like, you know what? I reminds her at least I'm in love with you. And I want to get married to you. And she kind of scoffs him off. And then he ends up walking away. And she goes, where are you going? Uh, you got, oh, you're going to go see Eve, I'm sure. And I was, I was so let down when she said that. So I was like, that is the wrong thing to say. Because it disappointed me. It was like, God, you keep making this about this fucking girl. Fucking chill. I'm trying to talk to you about you. And you, uh, I don't know. It was really frustrating. But I was really glad they ended up together. I again, I one of my favorite on-screen couples I've seen in a very long time. I thought they were meant for each other, and in a way, I think Addison and Eve were kind of meant for each other too at the very end. Although I, I still say that Addison is ugh, that is a harsh punishment for what she did.
1: Yeah, he, take it away. He either he, one he, of you. he <clears throat> seems generally like an unfeeling kind of character who just I don't know. He's so he's so dry and uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, the the point where he says uh, that he also has a general contempt for humanity. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. this is Jesus Christ. It's definitely
1: giving like I hate the world, but I know because like I know that I'm better than everybody else.
0: Right. And I hate narcissism. Yeah.
1: And I hate people like that. But um, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I think that like Eve is probably such a good actress because she practices every day. Her whole yeah. life story. Her whole life is an, is act. an act, you know. So, it, you know, it made sense to me that she's just like immediately so good at it. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it is a bit Unnerving to see how easily she kind of flips between um, her act of like naive ingenue um, into, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of like a cold blooded killer, basically. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, when she makes a pass at Bill and he rejects it and walks out. That was the first time we really get a glimpse at her when she tries to tear her wig apart. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, this is Eve right here. This is the real Eve. Hello. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Not really. I'm terrified.
1: She's 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 basically turned into Glenn Close in a fatal attraction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: She's—you could say she's giving glenners. She's, she's giving, she's giving Glenn Glenn uh, Hardcore.
1: Glenn you know what's great uh, about this this whole little section right here? This is an allusion to two separate movies. <laughs> it's an allusion to Bridget Jones's Diary. <laughs> Because she says at one point in the movie, or I'm going to turn into Glenn Close. I'm about to turn into Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. And then Glenergy from Do Revenge. We're so we got such a like metaverse going on in our podcast.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Go back. Check those episodes out. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, give us, give us that fucking listenership. Give it to yeah. us. I need it. I need it. I need to succeed.
0: I love slandering to revenge, but I gotta say, it did give us glenergy, and I love that term. Yeah. I will, I will, I will thank that film for for bestowing upon <laughs> us that term, which I use a lot.
2: Uh, you know, the other movie that this kind of gave me shades of, which is a much, much, much worse movie than this, mm-hmm. um, but is also about the entertainment industry, is a little film also starring John Travolta called The Fanatic.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, which Definitely. is a movie
2: about a, uh, insane man who wants to befriend and potentially steal the life of, uh, this kind of shitty actor. Mm. Um. I don't know. The 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 general like plot mechanics of kind of some of the earlier stuff reminded me a little bit of The Fanatic, which is uh, a terrible movie. But John (laughs) Travolta is making some fascinating choices.
0: Yeah, I'm glad this movie didn't have it. It's not about identity theft. That's not Eve's game. She's more parasitic. She needed a host. To get where she wanted to go,
2: and then by the end of the movie, yeah. there is another Eve. Yes, it, it is. Which is, it's tr- I still don't know how I feel about it. I, I kind of liked it because it does make the whole thing kind of about the weaselly little backstabby ways of that the industry. People, yeah, that people yeah. rise to the top of it's the satyrical. entertainment industry, yeah. and it made me wonder, like. Was Margot Eve at one
0: point? Could be. Did she have to Eve somebody? I would not put it past her. (laughs) I would not put it past her.
2: Um, Also, another solid line that she delivers right at the beginning when she's, like, complaining about having to do this fucking drama that Lloyd has written, Mm -hmm. uh, where she's, I believe, like, sort of a lovesick woman trying to get married. She goes, Write me a play about a nice, normal woman who shoots her husband.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's a great line. Uh, you, another thing I'll give, one thing I really liked about... You know, it's funny. I said I didn't like <laughs> the beginning and the end, but there's another way that I... Another reason I do like it, the book ends, is because you start the film with Eve winning an award, and you see uh, Margot and Karen looking not very happy They're about the it.
2: They're the only people
0: in the room who you see who aren't clapping exactly. And as you're going throughout the film, especially in that scene where DeWitt, it, it feels like she's he's about to expose Eve for her whole game. You know, oh, what was the name of that theater in San Francisco? Yeah, no, that's a great theater, right? Like, you know, like, oh, this whole story of hers is bullshit. That's so exciting. He's going to expose her. He doesn't, because Zach reminded me, oh, no, no, because she ends up winning an award at the end, so he probably helps her. What's great about... DeWitt in the ending is that it completely reframes the opening scene. Because I thought it was gonna be, oh, Eve ends up winning the day. This is gonna be an inevitable thing. It is gonna go her way. She's gonna win the award. And there is Margot not happy about it. No, that's not what that scene is. That scene is a is Eve who's being held prisoner. And now we know that Karen and Margot in that scene, I mean they're not applauding for it because yeah, I don't fucking like her, but they're doing much better. You know, Margot's still in a play. She she herself decided to turn down that part of that other play. I forget the name of it. That was going to be a cast for a younger character. Uh, footsteps on the ceiling, uh, footsteps on the ceiling. Right. Uh, it completely reframes that scene of, oh, my God. No, this is yeah. Eve is winning an award, but she is losing her game. She absolutely lost. Which I thought that was that was really good writing on on the part of Mankiewicz of of, of reframing that whole thing.
1: Yeah, because if you think about it, the true the true winners would be Karen and Margot because they actually have a genuine. A connection with the people that uh, they are with in their lives. You know, the people that they share their lives yeah. with, they have a genuine connection. They are actually, like, well and truly loved for who they are as a person, yeah. you know? And I love that, yeah. like, Addison, like, said this thing about, like, uh, Lloyd would never leave Karen or Lloyd might leave Karen, but he would never leave her for you. And I was like, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was great. That was really really great.
2: Yeah. Um. I also I like how in the scene in the like alleyway and the the dressing room where we first like really meet Eve and Margot. Mm-hmm. It sets you up to think of Margot as this kind of brash, uncaring person. Yeah. And Eve as this, like, it really, the movie really does set you down the path of, oh, Eve's so sweet. Yeah. And Margot is like, this woman is like, oh, fans, they're parasites. Right. Yeah. And then, no, nope, well, she's, 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 right. she's right. She's, she's absolutely she right. She actually is a
0: parasite. Yeah. yeah. um God, that just, I, I just remembered another great fucking line in the movie is where, uh, it's at Margot's uh, party, and or no, it's technically Bill's birthday mm-hmm. party, right? Yep. Yes. And she's at the piano and she's drinking herself away and the guy's playing this very sad song for the fifth time in a row. He tries to play something upbeat. She's like, no, no, no. Play it again. I played it four times. We'll play it a fifth time. And then Bill comes over and leans on the piano and goes, uh, so everyone's wondering when they're going to show the body.
2: <laughs> Dude. And, and oh, she, goes,
0: she goes, oh, it's still getting embalmed. Drinks. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, so good. That show Another great funny. line.
1: Um, you know, this movie, it actually, it do be reminding me of Shades of the Favorite because there is, oh interesting you know because they're you know i mean like you know uh emma stone's character plays this kind of tr- tr- you know plays off as being like this naive young woman you know who doesn't know much of the world in some ways you know
2: yeah kind of a babe in the woods type. yeah yeah
1: and then um valley of the dolls uh this what was her fucking name um mackenzie something anyways so she is the understudy um for a role of like an older actress and this older actress basically is like get this woman out of my show or like oh no she has a a, a, one song in this like musical (laughs) and the older woman is like get her out of my fucking show like she's gonna upstage me basically and so like later on this girl um Ends up doing something like very unkind to this older woman that, you know, wouldn't help her get a leg up, you know. But like I said, Valley of the Dolls is also kind of like about the entertainment industry. So um, it was it was definitely giving this like uh, women in competition feel kind of thing. So I definitely enjoy it. I enjoy it in this. And the favorite so much more because instead of being in competition for like a man, they're in competition for just their lives,
0: (laughs) their lives and their own success. Yeah, making a mark. It's doing what they love. Women
2: who are ambitious. Yeah, uh, not only doing what they love,
0: but what they're good at.
2: Yeah, and in a world that you know is not kind to ambitious women. Yeah, um, because like you know the yeah the external force of just the simple fact that there are limited parts for older actresses is kind of a huge antagonistic force in this movie and is what yeah. is you know motivating both Eve and Margot. Yeah. Um I also this is kind of a non-sequitur but I thought it was interesting. There's a there's a joke early in the movie uh when Bill is going off to direct a movie in Hollywood mm-hmm. uh where I think Margot is joking about how much he loves this producer um of the movie. And the name that she name checks is Zanuck. And that's the producer of this movie.
0: Oh, interesting
2: They they use a real pr- movie producer's name when they're cool. making the doing this gag, which I, I thought. Was, yeah, I thought it was kinda interesting. Nice. Um, yeah. Cool. That's no, not really about anything, but I thought it yeah, was fun. No, that's fun. Yeah.
0: Great. Yeah, no, I uh Oh, uh, man, I yeah I can't go on. Uh, I the, As I was watching this, and this is probably the best compliment I can pay. And again, Edwin, thank you. Uh, I can't wait to show this to somebody else like that. That was the thought going through my head is I can't wait to show this movie to someone for the first time. And that's always I think that's the best compliment you can give to a movie. You see it for the first time. You can't wait to have someone else go through the same experience. Um, Yeah, I had such a good time with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you you are uh, the bomb, Edwin.
0: Well, we should probably get wrapping up any
2: any final thoughts. I have a question. Go for it. I have a question. What's your question? um,
1: So you guys have seen I know we've I know we've watched some like it hot. But have you seen how to marry a millionaire or gentlemen prefer blondes?
2: No. Neither. Oh, my
1: God. Those are two. OK, so I obviously I haven't seen all of Marilyn Monroe's performances, but those two, I love those. You know, she she, ha,
0: she can you text the chat those titles so I can add them to my watch yeah,
1: list. They're so fun. Like part of her bit in How to Marry a Millionaire is that like she won't wear her glasses because she thinks it makes her mm-hmm. like not as attractive, but she literally like can't see. So she'd be like walking around just like, all the time you know awesome. like in such, like, <laughs> yeah and um and then in gentlemen prefer blondes she has like one of the one of the best comebacks this guy like you know this she basically says um some guys like you know you're just marrying my son for his money and she's like well if you had a daughter wouldn't you want her to marry well you know like basically saying um it's, it's, I'm not I, you know I'm not I love your son but of course I am also thinking of him having money and why shouldn't I you know why don't why yeah. don't I deserve to also have a nice life you know and uh, I was like yes girl slay get your bag
0: goddamn right <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah so I'll text yeah. the chat Please nice. do, because that sounds amazing.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I would just say, everyone, if you're in the mood for a fun, a little bit long, but very, very fun comedy, uh, check out All About uh, Eve. You can you know, rent
0: it on Amazon Prime or YouTube. I'm glad you said long, because this is a movie that did not feel yeah, long. Yeah,
2: no, it flies by, it but you, really you well do takes. have to commit a couple of hours That's true. to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, really great movie. One of my new favorite Best yeah. Picture winners.
0: Definitely. Yeah. We got we got to get it for the shelves. Uh, got to get it. My suggestion,
1: if you're going to watch this movie, is do not eat a large helping of Chinese food and then lay down on your couch under a large blanket snuggling your dog because you may, in fact, want to take a nap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what? That sounds like an awesome time. That, that, that That's what I said right. day. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it sounds awesome. Uh,
2: so, does anyone have a recommendation for next week?
0: Uh, I hate to put Alexis on the spotlight, but I recommended the first one. You recommended this one, Zach. I think it might be Alexis's turn. So we have three more episodes in March. Ooh, okay. So, so there's it doesn't an have extra to be movie. You. Doesn't have to be you, Alexis. That's good. Oh, okay. If you if you don't. Do you? Unless you I, have an idea, I do
1: know what my choice is. Um, so great. My my choice is going to be 2001, Spirited Away, um, directed by uh, Hayao Miyazaki um, from Studio Ghibli. Um, this movie, nice. I, I can't remember exactly what it was.
0: How many awards did it huh? win? How many Academy Awards did it win?
1: Um, here I can I can double check that really quick. Uh
0: I think it was yeah, it was nominated for best
2: animated feature, which is the only it it didn't win i don't maybe it did win did it win
0: um but
1: it, it it oh it, it definitely won. For, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. It, I feel like that should be. It should have to win at least one. Yeah. So so at, at the
1: seventy fifth Academy least. Awards, <laughs> it won Best Animated Feature in the second year of the category's existence, and it to this oh, day cool. it is the only hand drawn feature to win this honor.
2: Fuck yeah. because because okay. famously
1: and mick you 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 went to the Miyazaki exhibit with me that was at the academy museum That's right. um they uh you know they do everything by hand, you know none of it you know they yeah. they do a little bit of cGI but mainly everything all thousands and thousands of frames that you see in his films are all done by hand <laughs> like these are
0: these are craftspeople yes. that made this film yes, yeah so lovely uh well yeah you can you
2: can find spirited away on hbo max so uh yeah check it out i can
0: i can tell a lot of listeners are probably really happy about that choice
2: yeah that's uh i watched it for the first time this year so i i'm excited to see it again and get a little more out of it hell yeah Yeah. this makes Um, me so happy to talk
1: about an animated movie (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah. it's our first animated movie look at that that's great uh and you can as i said you can find the movie on HBO Max. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us at Film Majors Pod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And uh if you want to shoot us an email, tell Please us uh, what some while. of what some of your favorite Academy Award nominee nominated films are. Uh, or what can, are some
0: of your, your most hated? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I might be more interested in that one. Let us you, know. there's a lot of them.
2: You can you can email us at filmmajorspod at gmail.com.
1: And, uh, yeah, and
0: follow us on Letterboxd, folks. Come oh, on. yeah,
1: follow us on Letterboxd. Um, also, our individual accounts, Michael B. I mean. Jordan, I know you're listening to the podcast. So if you ever just want to write in and have a talk about some of the animes that you watch, like, I'm yeah. here for <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: Listeners, you probably think that's a joke, but no, we actually did find out that Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yeah, he, he actually loves listened to this. this. <laughs> so that's kind of a big achievement. So yeah, we love you, Michael. Can't wait to see Creed three.
2: Later, Michael. Bye.